Hello, and welcome back to My Hunting Journal. In this podcast, we talk about hunting, shooting, and the great outdoors. Now, if you have not seen my last episode uh, or listened to it, I highly recommend you do that before this one, because today I'm going to be taking the very first steps on my Weatherby Mark V Hunter in 280 Ackley Improved, the very first steps to get it set up and get everything taken care of here. Um, and so let me go over what I have on the table here. Uh, for those of you listening, in front of me, I have a table of all kinds of different tools that I'm going to use to get this rifle set up so that I can take it out shooting for the very first time later this afternoon. First and foremost, I have a bore guide. Now, generally, I would recommend you use a bore guide to uh, install in your action to keep solvent from getting in your action. However, in my particular case, I do not have a cleaning rod that's long enough. Um, this cleaning rod is too short. It's only 33 inches, which does not go from the end of my bore guide out my barrel. And so I'm going to pass up the use of my bore guide today. Uh, however, I do recommend that you use one. Besides that, I've got my little tackle box here of different brushes, mops, and jags for different calibers. You can see I've got it labeled 22, 243, 264, 284, which the reason that that's empty right now is because my 284 or 7 millimeter jag is actually already on my cleaning rod. And so we're going to use that here in a minute to get out all the oil out of this rifle and get it ready for its very first trip to the range. I've got some Hoppy's Elite Gun Cleaner. And what's important about this is that it is ammonia-free. And so it is a really solid product. Uh, really, all I care about in a gun solvent is that it's ammonia-free. Ammonia is often used in uh, carbon and copper solvents because it's so acidic and it gets the fouling out of the barrel so quickly. However, if you don't patch all of that ammonia back out after you're done cleaning, that ammonia can sit in the cracks of your barrel and eat away at the steel in your rifle barrel. So I would encourage you to use ammonia-free solvents when possible. I also have some Hoppy's Elite oil here. Uh, this is the Hoppy's Black High Precision High Performance Gun Oil. And this works really well for lubricating the different parts that need it on your rifle. And then I have the scope that I talked about in the last episode. This is a Nikon 3 to 9 BDC scope that I'm going to be using on this rifle build. And uh, I don't think I'm going to stick with this scope long term, but this is going to be what I use for right now, specifically because it is only, uh, I think it's 13 ounces is what I measured it at, which is going to help me offset the weight of the suppressor that I'm eventually going to add to this rifle. So I also have a Wheeler Engineering uh, Fat Wrench. For those of you who are not familiar, the Fat Wrench is a really popular product in the gunsmithing community. It is the Firearms Accurizing Torque Wrench. And really all that I'm using this for is the torque settings on it. Uh, you could accomplish the same thing with a set of fix-it sticks or with any other torque wrench that works in inch pounds. The important thing about that is that it works in inch pounds and I'll be able to use it to torque down my Tally Ultralight rings, which are the rings that we're going to go with on this rifle for right now. Um, I've never used Tally rings before. I'm not sure how I'm going to like them, but for right now, uh, this is what I'm going to wind up going with. And then last but not least is a 
uh, Wheeler engineering set of uh, scope levels. And so what this is, is a level that clamps on your barrel as well as a reference level to use to level your gun and then eventually level your scope to make sure that it's sitting level on your firearm. So um, that is everything that I have on the table right now. And uh, let's go ahead and get started. So the first thing that I do on a brand new firearm is remove the bolt. And we'll work on this a little bit later on. But for right now, I'm uh, just going to remove this and set it off to the side. Now, if you were using a bore guide, this would be the time that you install it. So when they ship brand new guns, they often leave a coating of oil and protecting uh, lubricants or preservatives inside the barrel in the bore. So what we're going to do is take a cleaning rod with a jag attached, and we're going to uh, put a patch over the jag, and you pierce the patch through the jag. And then we can take some of this Hoppy's Elite uh, gun solvent here, and I'm just going to spray that patch down with a couple of sprays. I'm going to line my patch up, and I'm going to be careful not to get it uh, all over in my action because I don't want that solvent in my action. And I'm going to go ahead and just push it through. As I push it, I want to make sure that the cleaning rod is engaging the rifling, and I'm going to remove the dirty patch on the other side. Now this patch really doesn't look all that bad. It's a little bit blue and a little bit black. The blue is probably just a little bit of copper fouling from the first couple of test shots that they took at the factory. And then I'm gonna go ahead and pull this back through and put a second patch. This one I'm not going to uh, put any solvent on. If that first patch was extremely dirty, I might put a little bit more solvent on this second patch. But for right now, I'm gonna run a dry patch through and just see what it looks like. So using just a fair amount of pressure to make sure that I'm engaging that rifling. I'll push it through. And I've really gotten rid of almost all of the black on that patch. And at this point, it's just a little bit of green. And so now one last time here, we're gonna run probably just one more dry patch through here for right now. And this is just my procedure. There's nothing saying that this is the perfect way to do it. And there's nothing saying that there is no better way to do it. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of people who have systems that work for them and who really enjoy uh, getting into the nitty gritty details of what works the absolute best for this process. But this is just what I've done on my guns in the past and what works for me. So at this point, I've run a couple of dry patches through. I've run my one wet patch through and I'm starting to get some pretty clean patches back out the other end. So what I'm gonna do now is Pierce one more patch here and take just a little bit of this Hoppy's oil and put a handful of drops on this. I don't want to be uh, conservative with the oil, but I don't need to absolutely drench it either. I'm just looking for a nice coating and then I can go ahead and push that cleaning rod through again. And I'll notice that this patch is not much dirtier, but it is a little bit dirtier than those dry patches were because that oil is giving the carbon and the oil inside the barrel something to stick to. So it's gonna be just a little bit dirtier, but I don't wanna leave that heavy of a coating of oil. So I'm gonna take one more dry patch and run one last dry patch through the barrel. And 
realistically, I probably don't need to do this last patch because I'm going to shoot this rifle today. But now that I've run an oil patch and a dry patch through to finish it off, this rifle is realistically ready to sit for long-term storage if I wanted to. So I'll take, go ahead and take my jag off. I'll put the cleaning rod away and we'll get started on the next step of uh, breaking in a new rifle here and getting it ready for the range. So putting my jag away in my little tackle box here and setting my cleaning stuff off to the side to make sure that I have plenty of room for what's next here. One thing I recommend doing on a brand new firearm is removing the barreled action from the stock. Now I've already done that on this particular rifle, but to do that, what you would do is remove these two screws here. These are called the action screws. And if you remove these two action screws, you can wiggle the entire barreled action out of the stock and uh, just inspect to make sure that it all looks like it fits pretty smooth together. Um, what you're looking for is that the action is sitting in well supported inside the stock and there's no really obvious obtrusions that are going to get in the way of the barrel harmonics. What you want in a perfect world is for this barrel to be able to oscillate after the shot every single time in a consistent manner. And so I've already done that on this rifle, but now I'm going to go ahead and mount the scope up. And to do that, I'm going to actually pause the recording and uh, do this off camera. But to give you the gist of what I'm doing here, I'm going to take my reference level and I'm going to set it across my receiver. And if I had a nice set of sandbags or in a perfect world, a gun vise, what I would do is take my gun vise and uh, level this up both ways, front and back and side to side, and then attach my barrel level here and make sure that the barrel level matches the reference level, take the reference level off, put the scope rings on, and then mount my scope level to the barrel level. Uh, however, so like I said, I'm gonna go ahead and turn the recording off for this short part while I go ahead and get my scope mounted and leveled up. All right, guys, I'm back. And just to reiterate the process a little bit, I originally took my Wheeler reference level, as well as another reference level that I have that does uh, side to side as well as forward and backward and set this level on the top of my receiver this reference level uh, was able to go right between my uh, where my bolt would normally go in the bolt shroud, where there is a nice little flat spot here. And I had all three of these vials reading level while I tightened down my barrel level and confirmed that all of them were correct. And uh, in order to achieve that, I just used this little tripod and a dirty sweatshirt out of my dirty clothes bin. Um, kind of the poor man's way to do it. Not really ideal, but definitely works out pretty well. I can tell right now that the bubble is just touching the left line on this barrel level and just touching the left line on this reference level. So I know that that does pretty darn good. And if I throw it up top here and run it as perpendicular to the rifle as I can, I'm just favoring the left side a little bit. 
So I don't know that it is 100% perfect because I am doing this without the proper tools. But again, it is good enough for the shooting that I'm going to be doing. Uh, I plan on taking this rifle out to about 450, maybe 500 yards on occasion. Um, and I don't even plan on taking it out that far regularly. That'll be kind of a uh, once in a while type of thing because the range that I frequently go to only goes out to about 440 yards. So if you don't have one of these Wheeler uh, scope leveling kits, I highly recommend them. And then uh, just to kind of reiterate some other stuff I had talked about earlier, I realized I didn't go into much detail on. Um, I took this gun cloth that I have. Um, if you don't have an actual gun cleaning cloth, uh, pretty much any scraps of cotton or flannel cloth work pretty well. This one kind of just stays lightly oiled. Um, this uh, Hoppy's black oil that I talked about earlier, uh, I just kind of drop a couple drops on there and I can wipe down pretty much any part of any of my guns with this. I can wipe down the barrel, I can wipe down the action. And so I went ahead and took a dry cloth and cleaned out as much solvent as I could. A couple of Q-tips really help out in that. And then just take this uh, oiled cloth and just wipe down the couple of metal spots that are exposed and showing. And that is a great way to make sure that your guns are going to last for a long time. So now that I have my scope mounted to this gun, uh, I've got the bolt wiped down with this lightly oiled cloth as well. Um, what sometimes you can do if you have a really rough bolt that is not running smoothly, you can actually put a couple drops of oil right onto the bolt itself. And when you put the bolt into the action, um, if you just cycle it back and forth and let that oil kind of permeate into the spots that it's making contact on the action, I find it'll kind of work itself out pretty well. And so at this point, uh, this gun's oiled up. The preservatives that were in the barrel it, are all cleaned out. The scope is mounted really, really close to level. And I'm ready to take this shooting this afternoon. Um, if you follow along, I'll be posting a video of my first experience shooting this gun uh, later on. And eventually I'm going to continue building this gun out with a more permanent scope setup. Uh, as well as adding a silencer onto this gun. Uh, some of you may have noticed my t-shirt is actually a silencer central t-shirt and I ordered a uh, silencer co harvester Evo through silencer central back in June of 2023 and just got confirmation that my tax stamp has been approved. And so that suppressor will be coming in the mail uh, pretty much any day now. And so um, if you were mistaken that this rifle might not be threaded, really what it is is the machining is so dang good that this thread protector here blends right into the barrel. Uh, if I remember, I'll try and do a close-up of that before I upload this video, but this thread protector here, when you tighten it all the way down the Cerakote job and the really tight machining tolerances, create a really seamless transition here. It almost doesn't look like it's threaded. So it is a threaded barrel and I will be putting a silencer on it and I'll be posting more videos as I continue to upgrade this rifle. So uh, please subscribe and follow along for that stuff.
and I look forward to uh, reading the comments and emails that you guys send. So uh, please reach out to me at myhuntingjournalpodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment on any of these videos. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. If you have any other uh, suggestions for pieces of gear you want me to try out, whether it's backpacks or binoculars, rangefinders, scopes, even rifles, um, I'm looking for ways to branch out my hunting setup and the gear that I use. So please reach out to me and let me know what pieces of gear you'd like to see in future videos. Thanks for watching and God bless.